take a hey, yo, yo. on a I'll take a rainy day. I'll hey, take a hey, yo, yo. on a I'll take a rainy day. Welcome home, everyone. Thank you for joining in on this episode of Welcome Home with the Katinas. Welcome Home is a podcast where I, your host Josh, sit down for a conversation with different people who I admire and discuss whatever's on their mind, and especially focus on life at home in times like this. Wherever you are and however you're listening, thank you for your support, and once again, welcome home. episode of welcome home with the katinas i can't believe i'm saying this but this is our 50th episode which is wild to me to think that i've done this 50 times now uh it's been almost a year since our first episode came out and you know i'm really blessed because as i'm sure a lot of you know and a lot of you were there over the last weekend uh i got to be a part of the cousins reunion here in nashville and I had the privilege of meeting for the first time a lot of my listeners. And it was such a blessing to me to get to talk with some of you, finally see your faces, take pictures. Um, and I especially want to say a huge thank you to two listeners who took the time to write me a note uh, and pass it along to me. And I have those notes in front of me right now. And uh, so to Elizabeth Wong, and Christy K, both of you really touched my heart this weekend. And I'm so thankful to have people know that there's people like you that are listening on the other end of this microphone. So uh, to the rest of you, I love you guys too. And I, I want to say that this, this past weekend at the Cousins Reunion, if you were there, you know that it was a special weekend. I got to play a small role in it. And I think, you know, everyone in my family feels really blessed and thankful um, and just elated that we got to spend that weekend with all of you. And if you're listening and you were thinking about coming and you couldn't make it, uh, I would say the next time we do it, you definitely have to come because it was a special experience. I don't think my, my dad and his brothers would tell you they've never done anything like that before. And so... It took a lot of work. They're going to rest now for a week or so. But the the reward of, of having those people, people who we consider family here in our hometown with us to listen to music and uh, listen to God's word, see different performances. We had a lot of special guest performances. Um, it, it was a special thing for everyone involved. So thank you all for coming and making it such a great experience. Like I said, though, this is my 50th episode, and for episode 50, I have a returning guest, someone who is very involved in the Katina family 
comings and goings as she's a member of the Katina family. And I was talking to her before. I thought it had only been like a month or two since the last time she was here, but we went and looked at the archive and it's been, it was December that she came on and recorded her first episode. So it's been six months now since the last time. So we have a lot to talk about, but I'd love to welcome my cousin, Courtney Katina. Court, thanks for being here. Thank you, Josh, for having me. I'm stoked to be the 50th episode and i'm happy to be back it's very appropriate it's a a milestone episode for a milestone (laughs) person court well you you asked me a couple minutes ago did i have my questions ready for you and i had to remind you that for second time guests i really only ask one question and i let that question lead our conversation and i've asked you this before Mm -hmm. but maybe your answer is a little different maybe it's the same we'll see but here's the question. What's going on at home? I think for the most part, pretty much the same. Um, since the last time, for those of you that don't know, I'm a stylist and I also do social media for a couple people and the Katinas being one of them. Um, but I was working at the salon six days a week and editing and now I cut it down to two days a week at the salon and just editing uh, the rest of the day. So it's been really good and really good for my, uh, mental health and emotionally. <laughs> cause looking back, I was like, I don't know how I did it just cause it was a lot on my plate, but now everything is kind of settled down and I actually have time just to do stuff, uh, outside of work. Yeah. So Sorry, say it one more time. How many days a week are you working in the salon? Fridays and Saturdays. Just Fridays so and Saturdays. Days, yeah. And then the rest of your week is other things. Just editing, yeah. Yeah. And so I think people our age, probably that sounds pretty normal to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've noticed that like when I talk to people from my parents' generation about work, their mentality, their mindset about work is very different because I think... Back when they were, you know, leaving their parents' home and entering the air quote real world, Mm -hmm. it was pretty normal to find a job that you went to 40 hours a week or five days a week, whatever it is, and that was your income and that sustained you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for a lot of different reasons, that's changed now. And I would say most of my peers that I know have at least two jobs. Yeah. a lot of times more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're in that category. I want to ask you, like, I think that the pandemic probably changed this a lot, but it, well, what the pandemic did was it made us look at everything a lot closer. Right. And one of those things was work. And so I just want to ask, like, what's your, like, mentality when it comes to work and a career? Mm-hmm. Like, you're working two-ish jobs right now. I guess yeah. you could probably say you're working three as far as the hours go. Yeah. But um, like, how do you balance all of that? And and what is like, what's like your dream as far as like a career? Is it mm-hmm. finding a one job that you can work at all the, for the next 40 years? Or is it kind of more like what you're doing now? Just tell yeah. me about that. That's a loaded question, yeah. but... Um, I actually had this, com- I mean, frequently with my parents because my mom will text me when I'm editing 
and she'll be like, did you go outside? Like, did you have 10 to 15 minutes outside? Just because I think when I start editing and I'm a perfectionist, like I'll take an hour on something where it probably should have taken me like 15 minutes. Um, but I think just as like a creative, you, I love doing like multiple things. Um, I don't know if I would say like, if I have a perfect job, just cause I love what I do. Um, and it gives me a lot of freedom, just freedom to create, like I said. Um, and also just to, I think just do multiple things all at once. Um, but I have had trouble balancing like work life and outside of work. Mm. Um, um, I think I'm getting a little better at that just because I have more days off. Um, but I think in the last podcast, I talked about just having a purpose outside of work and finding yeah. that. Um, so I'm still just trying to navigate that. And um, I think I have or I feel like worth when I do stuff for other people. And so I'm just trying to remind myself like I'm worthy if I don't do all of these 800 different things. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I think that I grew up, it's sad to me, but I grew up hearing all the time from people who are older than me, your generation does not work hard. Mm -hmm. Like you guys are lazy. You guys just want handouts. And, you know, there's those people in every generation, I think. I will say, though, coming from a 20-something the hardest people I know are from my hardest working people I know are from my generation. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to bash anybody, <laughs> but I see my peers working hard, mm -hmm. long hours, um, a lot of times at jobs that I feel like they're underpaid at. Um, and But it's just the necessity. You have to pay your bills and right. put food on the table and... That's how our generation is doing it right now. Mm -hmm. And so I, I like talking to people my age about that just because, you know, I, I'm lucky enough to have a good job that I work uh, full time, 40 hours a week. But I also have other forms of income and other places where I'm putting in just just as many hours, mm -hmm. if not more, um, that I guess you could call them work uh but they're honestly more of like things that I'm passionate about as well. Things like this podcast. Right. And um, yeah, I just think talking about work is interesting to me because I think about it more now in my life than mm -hmm. I ever have before. Um, I want to talk to you about your social media job. Mm -hmm. If people have been following along with my journey over the last six months now, I've been making music every day um, since January 1st of this year and that that comes along with me posting on social media mm -hmm. every day and so I've tried my best to like learn the ins and ins and outs of these networks and I've learned that I don't know anything <laughs> about TikTok or Twitter or Facebook or YouTube or Instagram or whatever you want to call it. There's so much to know. This like it's really a science. Yeah. It's become a science. 
And so I want to ask you, like, since how long have you been doing the social media? I was thing? trying to think about that the other day. I think three or four years. Okay. For the Katinas. Okay, three yeah. or four years, and like, which platform do you spend the most time on? Would you say? I would say probably theirs for the most part, like consistently. But like Facebook oh, or Instagram. Instagram, Instagram uh-huh. is where you spend the most time. Yeah. So four years, you've probably seen like Instagram change mm-hmm. over four years. Like, what do people not know about the science behind running an Instagram page with I don't know how many followers do they have? Twenty. I think we're at twenty four point something okay. thousand. So. There's definitely bigger accounts out there, but that's not yeah. small. Yeah. So what what goes behind what goes into that? Um, I think when I first started, I was kind of just like winging it. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, since I'm a perfectionist, there's like if you go on our page right now, you'll see like an aesthetic, mm-hmm. and usually I try to change it. But um, I think for a brand, it's just like. A lot of people are like, oh, just they think of it like on the spot and they're like, oh, just post this and this, this, this and this. But um, like we talked about before, I really try to plan. um, I tried like once to do a a month's worth of content, but it's just very hard. And they also text me like day of (laughs) of like like today but when you say that you mean the uncles yes yeah. the uncle which that happens all the time like at least once a week like oh this came out we need to post this today so then i'm like i have feed preview where i plan out my post and i'm like okay well i have to rearrange this post this today um as far as like if there's a science i think really not that i'm still winging it but i think i know like reels is like a huge thing i yeah. think videos is the new Instagram. Yeah. Um, and so it's really just like posting content and seeing how well it does. And if it doesn't do well, doing something else. Yeah. How much how much uh, experience do you have with TikTok? Not a lot. Not a lot? Mm-mm. Okay. So I started a TikTok page in March mm-hmm. of this year. So it's been three months. And well, I'll say this. So in the first... Six months of being on YouTube and Instagram, mm-hmm. I've gained 50 subscribers on YouTube mm-hmm. and maybe about the same amount of followers on Instagram, probably 50 followers on Instagram in six months. Yeah. But on TikTok in the last three months, I've gotten almost 2,000 followers. Mm-hmm. And I 95. Five, probably more, 95% or more are people I have no idea who they are. Yeah. I've never met them. Um, they just found me on TikTok uh-huh. and started following me. And I feel like over the last three months, I've really finally like started to gain some understanding of like the power of social media. Right. And, you know, I've tried to educate myself on how to grow following on TikTok and everything. And a lot of what they tell you, and you can tell me if this is wrong or not. A lot of what I've been told is you just have to be posting mm-hmm. consistently. Like, 100%. Like, do you know who Gary V is? Gary V? Gary V. You've probably seen his, uh, he has like a YouTube and an Instagram. Uh, anyways, he's like a, 
He's one of those like business guys who gives mm-hmm. like business advice and like yeah. follow your chase your dreams kind of guy. Really interesting character, but he's he like two years ago he started talking about TikTok, maybe mm-hmm. even longer ago. And but his thing is like if you wanna grow your business on TikTok, you need to be posting four times a day. Yeah. For like a year. And he's like, if you do that, I guarantee you'll get a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. And that sounds like, oh, it's just little five second video clips. That's a lot. A lot. lot. And so I'm like, at minimum, I'm one a day. I try and do two a day, but one a day. And that's a lot of work, like on top of everything else I'm doing. And so I just think about you running Mm -hmm. the Katinas, all of their social media. And I know you do stuff for other people and businesses as well. I can totally see how that can become a full time job. Yeah. And it's just like, because you can like go on your Instagram and probably other platforms and see like your peak times of when to post. But even that, like sometimes I'll post something like a video and it'll get like maybe 800 views. And then another thing that I'll make and just not look at it and post it, it'll get like over 6,000. Yeah. So it's, I mean, I'm still learning Mm -hmm. after four years of doing it. And it, like you said, it's really just consistency. Yeah. Well, the weird thing about TikTok and I guess Reels now too that I feel like is unique is that the 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 platform sends your content to people mm-hmm. who aren't following you yeah. already, and it this it really decides what gets seen or and doesn't get seen. Right. And so, like I've posted a video every day for the last three months, and I've probably had like four or five that have quote hit the algorithm Mm -hmm. and like gotten significantly more views than the rest of my content and it's so hard for me to like go back and look at and think why was this video the one that people really liked or whatever but well I commend you Courtney for (laughs) taking the time to learn and work with Mm -hmm. the uncles and one thing that uh, I know that's happened in your life over the last six months is your sister got married Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk to you about the wedding day specifically. Yeah. And I guess just the whole wedding weekend. Mm -hmm. What was that like for you? And um, yeah, we'll start there. What was the wedding like for you? So she got married in March and I still feel like it was yesterday. Um, I remember though when we were planning or she was planning. um, I also do like a lot of weddings for hairs on the weekends and she had called me and she was like, so I'm going to uh, look for girls to do hair so, like, you don't have to. And obviously I took that, like, I was like, no, like, mm. I'll be doing your hair because <laughs> I'm going to be looking at the person, like, being like, oh, no, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. But after doing her wedding, I was like, okay, when Callie gets married or any of my other girl cousins, like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Just because... I was in the wedding, not that I cared, but I had like five minutes to get ready. Um, But anyways, that's besides the point. Um, I'm really happy for them. And um, I feel like, because they dated for like eight years. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I feel like I knew it was going to happen, but it probably, I don't know if it feels different to them. Um, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm really thankful uh, for Jervon and 
I probably talk to Kate every single day. So um, even though she lives in Georgia, I feel super close to both of them. Um, and I'm excited for them to have kids one day. <laughs> I'm still waiting for someone, you, Eli, <laughs> to like... Don't no, look no. at me. Don't look at me. Or Leo. I'm like, I feel like one of you has to be pregnant right now. You're just waiting. No, not us. <laughs> not us. But I'm excited for that. Yeah. I think, so we have had like kind of a flurry of weddings in the family uh-huh. over the last like year and a half or so. Um, but Kate's was the first Katina girl to get yeah. married. Which I think there's something different about mm-hmm. a woman in your family getting married. Um, her taking someone else's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, so recently Kate's, um, Kate has been posting wedding pictures yeah. um, from their wedding photographer. And there's a picture that I saw of all of my girl cousins. Mm-hmm. And it was a beautiful photo. And when I looked at it, I was like, wow, my cousins are like growing up. And I I don't feel that way when I see like, or I don't feel that way as much when I see my guy cousins. Mm -hmm. But when I see, you know, Riley and Haley and Mira J and Sammy, and I hope I'm not forgetting someone. But when I see the younger girls... And they were all dressed, they were all bridesmaids. Yeah. Um, it was really a weird feeling for me to see. Mm-hmm. And so I want to ask, like, what's it like from a woman's perspective being a part of this family, like seeing now that the women in the family are, are starting to get married now? I don't know. Like, I don't know if it is, it does feel different just because Kate was the first girl. Um, I sent that picture to Destiny, one of my friends, and she said the same thing. She was like, Mira? (laughs) Like, they all just look so old. Um, I don't know. I also, when you were saying the last name thing, I talked to Caitlin and I was like, I'm going to be the only girl that keeps my last name (laughs) and I'll have it hyphenated. And she was like, no, you'll change it. You'll change it. And I don't know. I was just like, no, I'm keeping my last name. I don't know if that'll change, but, um, I mean, I don't, I don't know if it, it feels different. Maybe it feels different for me because it was my sister. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think the more of, uh, just the cousins who gets married, it's like one day literally we're going to have a reunion and everyone's going to be married with kids. And that's Mm -hmm. just weird for me to think about because I remember when it was Eli, I was like, oh, there's so many other more cousins. But now it's like not a few more. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's still a lot, but I don't know. I just feel like we're all uh, at a different place in our lives. Yeah. I think... um Weddings are very special and they're also special to me because as we've gotten older, you know, a lot, a lot of us are still here in Franklin, but not all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, Dylan and Jackson are not, Caitlin and Zion are not. Um, And now that me and I'm married, Eli's married, Kate's married, Jack's married, like we have our own families and I just don't see my cousins as yeah. much as I used to 
And so weddings are like some of the only occasions where like I know all my family's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And as we get older and as, you know, people get ma- cousins get married and start having kids and all of those great things, um, I'm sure it's going to be even harder for us all to get together. Yeah. And I often think about that because when we were younger, it was our parents who made sure that we were around our extended family Mm -hmm. a lot. And now me being 26 and a lot of the cousins in their 20s now, young adults, it's not really up to our parents anymore. It's up to us to Mm -hmm. do that. And I wonder, do you feel like we do a good enough job of, of making sure that we um, obviously respect each other's own personal lives, but yeah. also prioritizing being together as a family? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like the uncles, I for sure talk to them, like if not every day, once a week. But as far as the cousins, um, I think... I don't know. Like, I don't want to be like, we don't do a good job Mm -hmm. because I feel, I feel like I have a good relationship with all of my cousins and I can honestly say, I feel like, especially my younger cousins, like if they ever need anything, they know for a fact, I would hope, um, that they could just call me if they needed anything. Um, but again, I feel, even though a lot of us do live here, like when we see each other and even when I see you, it's like we just pick up yeah. right where we left off. Yeah, I think I would agree with you. I, I, I really want to do my best to preserve those relationships. Mm-hmm. Not only for myself, but if I'm lucky enough for the day I have kids. Because I think I owe so much of who I am to the family that I grew up in and not because our family is anything special, but just because I had a family Mm -hmm. and that I had those close relationships with uncles and aunties and cousins. I want that for my own children. Yeah. And so I know that whenever I pour into my relationship with my extended family, I'm not only doing it for myself, but I'm doing it for my future kids one day. Right. And I hope that that's something that they'll get to grow up with enjoying the same way that I did. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the family talk. <laughs> When's your wedding going to be, Court? Not for a long time. <laughs> the last wedding question. Okay. And this is, I'm not asking you this for you to like criticize Kate's wedding or uh-huh. anything. But now that you've seen a... Uh, a wedding from you were a maid of honor yeah um like what tips or things did you learn on Kate's wedding day that she'll take with you to your wedding day I told her this the other day I was like just because if you know Caitlin like she's bougie like in a good way Mm -hmm. but I was like you just set a bar Mm. for like I don't it's not like a pride thing but I like her wedding was just so beautiful, mm. and now I'm like, okay, I have to beat her and have like a bigger, <laughs> not that, but I don't know. It, it's just like, she's just Kate, but I'm sure my if I do get married, it'll be great. That's funny that you say that, because if you talk to Eli, uh-huh. 
Eli will say he's glad he was the first one to get married because he didn't have to outdo anybody. Him and Millie just did what they wanted on their budget. Uh And they they said, that's the bar, so you guys can do whatever you want with it. But I I agree with you. Kate and Jervon's wedding was a beautiful day Mm -hmm. and special day. And um, yeah, I'll remember it fondly over the years. But we'll have more weddings to come and more bars to art will be yep. raised. And <laughs> I'm excited for that day court. Um, before we started talking, Alexis and I offered you dinner and you politely declined <laughs> because you said you're going out to eat with a friend of yours. Uh-huh. And this is a friend that I think you guys have been friends for a long time. I'm, yeah. I would consider her a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Definitely not as close as you two are, but I want to ask you about friendship in the season of life that you're in now. What, like, how many close friends relationships are you able to maintain? Mm-hmm. And, like, how important are friendships to you? That's good. Yeah. Um, they're very important to yeah. me. Um, I don't think, I know, maybe, like, when we were younger... Or I'll just do an example of, like, Facebook. Like, I remember just getting a Facebook and being like, oh, I only have 300 friends. Like, I need to get over a 1,000. But I feel like now that I'm older, I cherish my friends even more. Um, I'm still really good friends with Alyssa. Mm-hmm. She's getting married in October. So wow. um, we've been planning her bachelorette party. And then Susan Shadrach. Um, and obviously Destiny. I feel like I have, like, a handful of just, like, a core group. Like, not necessarily, like, a friend group, but just Mm -hmm. different friends. Um, But I probably talk to all of my friends, um, if not every day, at least once a week. And those are, at least the girls you named are girls you've been friends with since, like, at least high school. Some earlier than that, Yeah. Alyssa was, like, elementary school. Wow. Mm -hmm. And still... Just as good of friends. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I, I talk about this with people my age a lot on how, like, the people that I consider my friends, I don't think I have any friends, any, like, close friends today that I didn't have at least five years ago. Like, yeah. I, ha- I really haven't been making new friends mm-hmm. over the past, like, yeah, five-ish years. Um do you like have the desire to make new friends or do you, is that something that is even feasible in your life right now? Or, like, I think, what's that like? yeah, I think so. Like I would like to think that I'm not a closed off person. Um, but I think it is sometimes hard for me to open up to people. Um, and so my friends, like, I feel like a lot of them know me not more than I know myself, mm. but they just, know me so it's I think it's comfortable for me to be able to talk to them about anything um one of my friends Brittany I met her like I think two years ago and I would say we have a super strong relationship like I consider her um or when I think of my life down the road I picture her in it so I don't know I think it's like if I click with someone I do I wouldn't say that I've just like 
trying to make friends yeah. necessarily, but if the person comes around, like, for sure. Yeah. I'll be honest. I do a horrible job of, like, trying to make new yeah. friends. I don't make yeah. the effort. And I was, I've talked to Alexis about this. I wish I did a better job just because, you know, I, I do have those core relationships, core mm-hmm. friendships that go back a long time. But I'm changing and I'm, I hope that I'm growing as a person. And I think with growth comes new relationships and, um, you know, just getting to know somebody different who comes from a, who I didn't just go to college with or yeah. go to high school with or whatever can give, offer me new perspectives and hopefully vice versa. I think like a lot of people as adults used to make friends at work mm-hmm. and that's not as easy anymore yeah. because most people don't work in an office, at least not like full time anymore. Um, a lot of people like you or I do like what they call the gig economy where they're basically just working for themselves. And yeah. So I think about that. That's a challenge. This just made me think of something, just pop, something just <laughs> popped in my head and it's about how people are meeting for relationships, dating uh-huh. and over like the past couple of years, the sh- like shift officially was made that like the majority of new dating relationships it's occur online. online now. It used to be like 20 years ago, it used to be work or uh, church was like high up on there or um, through other mutual friends. Those mm-hmm. used to be like the big ones. Now it's like, I think 30% of new relationships today start online, which is... 30%? Yeah. That's crazy. Which is a lot. I feel it like it be would higher. be more, yeah. I don't know. That's like all relationships yeah. in America. Maybe maybe it is more than that, mm-hmm. but it's the biggest chunk of like all of the ways to meet a, a new boo or whatever. <laughs> are you... You no. don't have to answer it. Are you on the dating apps? Absolutely not. Nothing no? against them at all. But I have just never had a desire to get on them. Like I You've feel never been on, on never the, ever. Corey. Is that hard to believe? Me? I don't know. I feel Heck like no. I remember I was on it one time. I was on Tinder. Do people still use Tinder? I don't know because I don't uh, use it. I was on Tinder like maybe my first year of college and obviously well Alexis and I did, did not meet on Tinder. Yeah. I was in, uh, so my first year of college, I was at Columbia State. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was, that was a good year for me. Like, I spent a lot of time uh, working for the uncles, but mm-hmm. also, obviously going to school as well. And But I also just spent a lot of time alone. I was very lonely during that year. And so I was looking for love, Court. Oh, my god! So I was on Tinder. I didn't have any success, really. I don't know if... I don't don't think I ever even met up with anybody. But there's this thing that shows... Like, men have a lot harder times on dating apps Uh than women do. Do you know that? Men have a hard... They have a harder time finding, like, matches. Like... So Tinder is the one where you swipe yeah, right, yeah. swipe left. So if you like someone, you swipe right. Right. So like, I think women 
men just swipe right on every yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But women are much pickier. Right. And But they don't have a hard time finding matches. Like, I would be swiping and every... Oh, I don't even want to expose myself, but it's a, <laughs> I, w- I was getting more not matches than yeah. matches when, uh-huh. when I was on those things. And so it's hard for young men and women to meet people, but online, I guess, yeah. is the way to do it now. Well, because, and it's like appearance. Yeah. Like, I feel like if, and again, I I don't want to like, not that appearance is everything, but I can see how a girl, even me probably, would just be like, no, 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 mm. no. I don't know. So that's why I'm like, not that again, that you can't find a genuine connection, but I don't know. I feel like it would not be good for me just to like base it all off of appearance. Yeah, that is definitely a flaw in the system of those dating apps. It's really just the pictures Mm -hmm. or whatever that they put up. Uh, Do you think like, I guess you can only speak for yourself, but I'm going to ask you a question about women. That I'm sure a lot of men at home want to know. Like, what do you notice first about a guy? Is it his appearance or is it his personality or maybe his status, something else? What is it that you notice? Like, if you see a guy that you're, like, attracted to, what is it? I mean, obviously, if I see someone, like, walking down the road, then I'm going to base it off of, like, appearance uh-huh. or, like, style. Yeah. Uh, This is very weird. I look at teeth. Mm. <laughs> Um, I don't think that's weird. I think that's normal for a Yeah, lot of or just like, I mean, their appearance in general, but I think personality is a huge thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like communication, really, um, and what their family life is like. Mm. Um, yeah. Could a guy who's like not necessarily the most physically attractive but has a very attractive personality to you Mm -hmm. could he would you go for a guy like that like or does physical attraction no i think that it's okay you're not no 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 i think like this i'm trying not i don't want this to come off bad no but let's just say if i'm sitting down with a six a Mm -hmm. person who like physically i think is a six if they have like a bomb personality like Mm -hmm. i would for sure think they're attractive Mm. so i try not obviously i'm gonna be truthful i look at your appearance um but i feel like someone who i'm just like eh but then if they have a great personality i'm like okay i'm very attracted to you well yeah because the two things that you said were their style and their teeth when (laughs) i think about that those are things that you can improve like if you you can you yeah. can get braces and make sure you brush every morning and mm-hmm. night and you can go shopping for some new clothes like yeah those are things that you know but your face you can't change your face or like if you're five foot eight you're five foot eight yeah and so I just wonder height because like, I think most men if they're being honest mm-hmm. like it's physical attraction yeah that that's what like draws us in at first right and i'm not saying all men and i'm not mm-hmm. saying that's necessarily what keeps us around either right but i think physical attraction for men is very important so yeah i i'm i think the the dynamics are interesting between how that's how you weight that between men and women like what's more important to men and yeah women. but so no boyfriends <laughs> on the horizon court uh, I knew you were going to ask this. 
No, not really. No. Just because, um, I remember in high school, I was like, okay, when I'm 22, I'm going to be married. By like 27, I'm going to have all of my kids. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, well, I turn 24 next month. Um, and I think I'm in a good season in my life. I'm reading this book by Rich Wilkerson. It's called Single and Secure. If you're a single author, you should a thousand percent read it. Mm. Just because I've gotten so many just new perspectives on dating. And um, I just feel like right now I'm working, but also it's just a time to enjoy life and not be in a rush to be in a relationship. But if it does come, like I'm open to it. Um, but no boyfriends yeah. at the moment. I think... When you're talking about, well, I thought when I was 22, I'd be married mm -hmm. and I would be having kids by now. Like, I think the timelines that you set for yourself when you were like 15 or 16 are probably stupid. Yeah. Like for most people. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I was 16, I, I was 16, 10 years ago now, and I don't think I've done most of the things in my life on the timeline uh -huh. that I set for myself, but you know. I don't feel like I'm behind and yeah. I don't feel like you're behind mm -hmm. at all. Um, I think as long as you're do you're doing what you're doing to the best of your ability right. and you're fulfilled in mm -hmm. that, then I think you're doing just fine. Yeah. You're doing great. Yeah. Go ahead. I was just going to say like, I a hundred percent agree. Like I feel like I'm at peace. Like I am in absolutely no rush mm -hmm. and I don't feel like pressure from like my parents or even mm. like I mean like I said a bunch of my friends are getting married right now but I'm over the moon for them but again just living life right now yeah and enjoying it yeah I think it's funny when I so Eli my younger brother got married before I did mm -hmm. and it didn't bother me at all but I did and I didn't even realize that that was weird until <laughs> There was a few people who asked me, like, so your younger brother got married first? How do you feel about that? And it was just a weird question to me. Um, and I guess I credit the people around me that, like, really matter to me for yeah. not pressuring me. Like, mm -hmm. oh, Josh, you're not married yet or you're not engaged yet. I was dating Alexis at the time. But, um, yeah, I, I guess I got lucky and that I wasn't feeling like the pressures of, oh, your younger brother got married first. Yeah. Um, but for people who are out there who are listening and someone that you're close to who's younger than you hit some milestone before you did, that really doesn't matter unless you let it matter to you. Right. And so there's my little piece of wisdom for this mm -hmm. podcast because I haven't given a lot so <laughs> far. But, um, well, we have a little bit of time left, Court. Oh, wow. I didn't realize... Um, what do I want to ask Courtney? What do I want to ask her? Okay, we haven't asked this in a while. Mm -hmm. Do you believe in aliens? Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. And I, what did my dad say again? Wasn't he like, did you I ask think, my dad that? Yeah, I think you're, well, I don't know if I even asked him, but he came out and said he didn't. Yeah, yeah. Which, anyways, I think the world, like the ocean, is so huge mm. and 
I would not be surprised, like, if there was creatures on other planets or what. Like, I wouldn't, I don't know, again, there's just so much still that's unknown in the world. So... Do you think it's possible there's aliens in the ocean? Or why'd you bring up the ocean? I'm just saying, because what was it, like, only, is it 30% of the ocean is, like... Oh. Like... Like, has been explored? Yeah. Oh, I do know that we've, like... I don't know what the percentage is, uh-huh. but I could. This could totally be wrong. But I've always heard that we've explored more of the surface of the moon than we have the this, ocean. The ocean. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just again, I think there's so. I don't know. I feel like in 2022, in my head, I feel like we still haven't scratched the surface yeah. of what our world is. Yeah, so Courtney's team aliens. Yeah, I am. And if you want to argue, I'm like, there's just so much unknown. Yeah, there is. That's why I'm like, I can't say no because I have no idea. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's a very good argument. Is that I think I love thinking about space in Mm -hmm. general. Like, uh, if you ever see me walking my dog at night. I'm not paying attention to him at all. I'm just staring at the stars Mm -hmm. because they're so fascinating to me. I really want to, if anyone's listening and wants to give me a great gift, (laughs) the gift I want is a telescope. Um, I love looking at the stars and I've been trying to learn. I I can identify different constellations now. And this month is very special (laughs) because uh, it's for the first time in, I don't know, a long time that uh, in the, I think it's the morning sky, you can see five planets all in alignment together. And this month? Uh, yeah, in a few days for like a like a week-long period, you'll be able to see five different planets in the mornings. But anyways, I say that to say, whenever I look at the stars, it's a good reminder to me of a few things. One, that I don't know anything at all. Yeah. Um, because of how huge the universe Mm -hmm. is i can't even wrap my head around how big it is and two that the things that i think are a big deal probably aren't a big Mm -hmm. deal at all because whether or not i get my telescope (laughs) or get a hundred thousand followers on tiktok Mm -hmm. uh the stars are gonna keep spinning where they are where they have been since the beginning of time and they'll mm-hmm. keep doing doing their thing till the end of time and so the stars are they teach me good lessons yeah. so and maybe there's millions of other life forms out there mm-hmm. looking back at us i like to imagine <laughs> that there are all right court well that's our time today i've been like holding in a sneeze for the last two <laughs> minutes i don't know if it's going to come or not but i want you to know i love you oh, i love you too Um, I'm honored that I got to share the 50th episode with you. Thank you, Josh. We'll do it again sometime. Awesome. Cool. To those of you listening, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back with more episodes soon. Have a great day.
Time goes.